0: So as Pastor Jonathan said throughout WET, we are reflecting on what it means to be God-seeking people. And we're asking honest questions to deepen our faith and our understanding. As we thought about these midweek services, we decided to do two things. First, it's always wise to return to God's word. So, Pastor Jonathan and I are taking turns looking at the stories of God-seeking people who we meet in Scripture. And second, we always want to remember that we are created for relationship. And one of the ways that we build relationship with each other is to listen to each other's stories. So we're going to take turns sharing our own stories of seeking God. And finally, in our last week together, we'll invite you to have some conversation together and share your own stories of seeking God. But tonight, we're going to meet Ruth, and we'll begin with this reading. A reading from Ruth. In the days when the judges ruled, there was a famine in the land, and a certain man of Bethlehem and Judah went to live in the country of Moab, he and his wife and two sons. The, na- the name of the man was Elimelech, and the name of his wife, Naomi. And the names of his two sons were Malan and Kilian. They were Ephrathites from Bethlehem in Judah they went into the country of Moab and remained there but Elimelech the husband of Naomi died and she was left with her two sons these took Moabite wives the name of the one was Orpah and the name of the other Ruth when they had lived there about 10 years both Malam and Kilian also died, so that the woman was left without her two sons and her husband. Then she started to return with her daughters-in-law from the country of Moab, for she had heard in the country of Moab that the Lord had considered his people and given them food. So she set out from the place where she had been living, she and her two daughters-in-law, and they went on their way. To go back to the land of Judah but Naomi said to her daughters in law go back each of you to your mother's house may the Lord deal kindly with you as you have dealt with the dead and with me the Lord grant that you may find security each of you in the house of your husband then she kissed them and they wept aloud
1: they said to her no we will return with you to your people
0: but they only said turn back my daughters why will you go with me do i still have sons in my womb that they may become your husbands turn back my daughters go your way for i am too old to have a husband even if i thought there was hope for me even if i should have a husband tonight and bear sons Would you then wait until they were grown? Would you then refrain from marrying? No, my daughters, it has been far more bitter for me than for you, because the hand of the Lord has turned against me. And then they wept loud again. Orpah kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clung to her. So she said, see, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and to her gods. Return after your sister-in-law. But Ruth said, do not press me to leave you or to turn back from following you. Where you go, I will go. Where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God my God. Where you die, I will die, there will I be buried. May the Lord do thus and so to me, and more as well, even if death parts me from you. When Naomi saw that she was determined to go with her, she said no more to her. Word of God, word of life. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. So what do you already know about Ruth? You can just shout out your what do you already know about Ruth? She lost her son. She lost her husband. Naomi was the mother, and Ruth was one of the daughters-in-law. So Naomi's husband died, and then both of Naomi's sons died. What else do we know about Ruth? She's a Moabite. What was this? She's stubborn. 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 <laughs> it's somebody else. <laughs> Maybe Aaron. <laughs> she was stubborn. <laughs> what else do we know about her? She also lost her husband. She was one of the ones who lost her husband. Yes. yes. Married Boaz. That's later, but yes, she marries Boaz. <laughs> so we know she was a woman. We know that she was not an Israelite. She was a Moabite moab was the region across the dead sea to the east of bethlehem and judah so she was a foreigner some might have even called her an enemy of israel she didn't worship the god of israel she worshiped a tribal god named chamos naomi's husband took naomi and their sons to moab because there was a famine in israel and ruth was one of the moabite women that their sons married and like we said after 10 years the sons died so ruth was widowed and at that time ruth was childless but she's one of the five women named in the genealogy or the family tree Of Jesus that Matthew includes in his gospel so somewhere along the way Ruth becomes the great-grandmother of King David tonight we heard the first part of her story of the famine of her becoming a widow and of her decision to leave her homeland to leave her God and to follow her israelite mother-in-law into a strange land we also get her confession where you go i will go where you lodge i will lodge your people shall be my people and your god my god so one of the questions we're asking in this season of Lent is who will you listen to the Benedictine author Joan Chittister, writing about Ruth and Orpah and Naomi, describes Ruth as one who seeks God beyond the boundaries of the past. She didn't only listen to the voices of her culture and her tradition, but she listened to God, to the God of Israel, who is a God of the comings, a God of possibility. And as I reflected on Ruth's story, I thought of another young woman from the Middle East who sought a life unbounded by the past. Malala Yousafzai was born in Pakistan, in the part of the world that would have been known as the Persian Empire in the ancient world. And Malala's father was a schoolteacher who wanted his daughter have access to the same education as the boys in their country but when the taliban took control of her town in 2008 and malala was 11 the taliban said that girls could no longer go to school so malala spoke out against the discrimination and four years later when she was 15 she was shot by a masked gunman who wanted to silence her thankfully she survived Malala went on to create a nonprofit that works to gain access to education for all girls and in 2014 she was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize and in 2020 she graduated from Oxford University in England Both Ruth and Malala young women of different faiths sought lives beyond the boundaries of the beyond the boundaries of their cultures and what was familiar. In her story about Ruth, Chittister writes about the difference between willed change and unwilled change, saying that willed change is what I seek and what I shape, while unwilled change is what seeks me and reshapes me. So what do we know about change? We love it? No. no. <laughs> so what do we know about change? It's hard. What else? Unpredictable. Scary. Unpredictable. Scary. Not always fair. Not always fair and inevitable, disruptive, disorienting, uncomfortable, those are the words that spring to mind, but change can be hopeful, too. Change opens us to new experiences and understandings, and cracks us open to God in new ways. Story of Ruth helps us see how that might happen. And this Lent, I pray we may remain open and curious to how the changes in our lives are helping us to encounter God in new ways. And may we also center God's voice in our lives. Amen.